0: Hey guys, how you doing? Um, We are here with a very special guest to talk about a lot of things, including mental health, which is a very uh, top, a very close topic to my heart. So, what is your name, and what brings you here today? Oh (laughs) Lord.
1: Um, well, my real name is Waikita, or you can call me Coach Key, but my Facebook name is Melanie Monroe, of course. Um, I am a life coach, so this kind of helps me, too. Like, I get to talk to different people and find their stories and just bit and chat, I guess. And I'm just here to help someone out, get help myself, and just meet new people. Absolutely,
0: and we we're going to talk about your life coach, uh, career as well (laughs) I was gonna say life coach uh journey journey that's good that's good I didn't know how to but we will talk about that so that people can get in touch with you if um they are led to and you know and that's why you are tagged so that uh, they can tag on your name and get a hold of you so um Sorry. Uh, I just, uh, if you have any questions for me, you're more than welcome to. If not, um, I can just tell you all. I'm Catherine. Uh, I've been diagnosed bipolar for about, I guess, 12 years now. And I've been on medications and counseling and sober for three years. I'm in a 12-step program. And um, we have a lot of fun. I have a lot of friends in recovery. And, uh, I mean, that's kind of like the... The start you know the intro um, I don't know how much you want to divulge of yourself but tell me more about your life coach career like what do you do what do you like to do what do you what do you um, what's the most fun
1: part of it oh um, well I've been a life coach for about two years now um, it started because I was in the criminal justice field before um, finished that with an associates and I was like, yeah, I don't want to go any further. It's not really my thing. So I was like, okay, I'm going to, I'm really interested in how people's mind works, what makes them tick, why they are the way they are, um, and always just trying to figure people out. So I got into psychology, but of course I started working full time, couldn't really afford to go back to school and work at the same time. So I started doing life coaching, which is of course cheaper and life coach, uh, certifications are done by psychologists. So it kind of helps you get ready to be a therapist, psychologist, counselor, or whatever may have you. So it's, uh, we more so focus on, instead of like um, a whole life perspective, we kind of break it down. And with me being holistic, I work with a lot of natural products, herbs, I make my own skincare products and different things also. So it really just focuses on that one goal you have at at a time. Because a lot of people attack life as a whole you have to actually break it down and step by step. do it step-by-step step in order to see actual real results and be able to um, maintain the success or whatever may have you. in order to maintain the success that you have. So we just help people make their goals. We create programs for them, unique programs, like if you're struggling with. Actually, like self-love, I have like a 30-day self-love program. Um, booklet or a program that I have and it just teaches you how to appreciate yourself more and, and start putting yourself first and, and I'm working on a lot of other things too so it's just, wow. just focus on yourself one thing at a time mentally then spiritually then financially then, like, on I am all about day. self-care
0: <laughs> I'm actually very uh, spoiled and I have a very blessed life but it took me three years to get here mm-hmm. through recovery of uh, mental health and of sobriety. Um, I am a recovery coach certified. Oh, yeah. Hey. <laughs> um, and I used it for a little bit and I was working at a recovery house and I was doing well with the women. But then they wanted me to work with the men. The men. And I was like, mm-mm. Why not? Mm-hmm. I men actually. Scary, to be honest. Well, for me, I thought. They're big and they're tall and they're strong they're people. and I'm like. But if you corner me, no, no, I, I'm, I'm, I'm paranoid. I actually find it better to
1: work with men. Good, because it's, I'll just Number one, most men don't listen to other men. They listen to women because they're like, okay, this is a woman. She's a nurturer. She understands. She's more emotional, connected to me than a man would be. So most of them listen to women. Now when it comes to business, they're not gonna listen to. Then they're not going to listen to women because it's like women are more of the, you know, um, let's get all of our ducks in a row before we do this thing. And then they're like risk takers. Like, okay, let's sell the house and move. And we're like, wait a minute. Where are we going to live? You know, we have to know all the facts. But so when it comes to business, they don't listen to women. Mm-hmm. When it comes to emotions and how to pursue life, they listen to women because we have it more figured out than they do. So it, I actually have more male, co- men, men, male clients than mm-hmm. I do women.
0: Okay. Well, that's awesome. Um, I uh, do not feel comfortable working with men (laughs) at all. Um, I could never have a male therapist or be the therapist of a male. Oh, wow. No, because um, for me, I know my boundaries. And uh, I know that there's this thing where sometimes a client develops feelings Mm -hmm. for the counselor or whatnot, and I'm like, I just don't need to tempt myself or another person, you know what I mean? Um, But with with the recovery house, it was a lot of men. It was like 20 men with one female or two females or three females. Okay, that makes sense. You know what I'm saying? It was like, because it was just scary. It was just scary. Um, So I took a step back from recovery coaching and uh, now I'm doing this. This is I don't know. More like, more like I have more control
1: over this. Was it like substance abuse, or was it like, um, like it was? Rec- it was
0: it was substance uh, of any kind, and it was um, trauma recovery as well. So it was just like, some of them were just released from the sy- the the jail system, so or the prison system. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So they like, so they were fresh. They were they were they were in the first ninety days. Okay. So maybe yeah. if. It was, I don't know, maybe, maybe it one, like, I can do one-on-one with a male, sure. Yeah. But not one-on-twenty or, like,
1: three-on-twenty. Like, being the spokesperson, like, actually being that. if I had bodyguards, that'd be good. Yeah. Are you like like, so you're saying, like, if they came to your office, like, you're, like, going to an AA meeting or something, mm-hmm. and you're leading the AA meeting, you couldn't yeah. do that with all sure. males. Sure, sure.
0: But then I can only do it because I've been going to... Twelve-step programs for three years now, so I feel comfortable with certain males because I've known them and I know that they're safe. Right. But, but if it's like a home. stranger, yeah.
1: then that's different. You know what I mean? It's different for me. It's, it's, it's a natural instinct for women mm-hmm. to feel I think so. overwhelmed in a room by men. Like if you go to a party and there's three women there and there's fifty guys, you're like, wait a minute. Like you automatically feel it's it's. it's I recently went gem. to a
0: a poetry jam, and when i walked in there were like three women and like 10 men and i said i'm gonna wait till it fills up with women and then i'm gonna walk in and then my friend called and then i left but i couldn't even go into like a public place where there were like more men than women i'm just scared i'm paranoid like yeah it's it's 2020
1: (laughs) (laughs) that is true is no longer the 90s anymore. So, I so talking that. about there.
0: safety is important. Absolutely. Um, you know, I'm like... Like, meeting you, for example. I mean, it has to be at a public place. Of course. You know, it has to be... Um, Starbucks is, is great because it's public, but also has Wi-Fi. <laughs> Shout out to Starbucks. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and um, it's just fun. And, and they have drink. And, you know, they have the tea and the coffee and the food. And I just love Starbucks, but... You know that's just me. Anyway, so but it, it has to be in a public place and uh, obviously a female. I mean, yeah. I wouldn't like uh, I. I've done marketplace where I sell an item or buy an item. If they're not willing to meet me at a Starbucks, I'm like then I'm not going to sell you my item or right. you know what I mean. So safety in 2020 is important. Please Very, be safe it, it when is. you're meeting someone online off of uh, Tinder <laughs> off of. Um, P-O-L um, whatever they have
1: match.com
0: <laughs> exactly all of those please be careful well, stop using
1: those in 2020 actually because people are just um,
0: disconnected
1: <laughs> yeah like if you speak to someone and and mm-hmm. that goes back to that also goes back to self-love and mental health and also like how you feel about yourself like people you can't even really approach people in mm-hmm. person anymore You have to talk to them through a computer screen because it's like if a guy approaches a girl in public, she's like, "Oh my god, how do I look? Oh my god, like, um, why is he looking at me? Why is he approaching me? You know, what do I have on?" and things like that. Or they'll be like, "Oh, you're thirsty. Get away from me." You know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Are you like that? And that speaks to mental health as well because you're automatically judging yourself Mm -hmm. when someone approaches you. But when you're talking from a computer screen, you can be in a bonnet and. A big T-shirt, and he's like, "Oh, you're pajamas <laughs> <so cute. laughs> with popcorn."
0: So, speaking of um, insecurities and character defects, um, so the fifth and sixth steps of the twelve steps are about character defects and shortcomings, and coming uh, aware of them. And um, I am one of these people that am not only aware of my character defects, but I embrace them. And I think they're hilarious, and they're funny, and I make fun of them. I'm like, oh, I'm a narcissist, and oh, uh, you know, I'm I'm lazy, I'm a procrastinator, but I get shit done, you know, or whatever. <laughs> you know, I just like, but then, you know, people are like, oh, don't speak that into a good, you know. Well, it's true. I am lazy. I work on it, but I'm okay with it, and I embrace it. So I think that, you know, with your life coach, that's... uh is that something that y'all talk about, character yeah. defects and stuff like that? How do y'all handle when people are like, oh, I'm, I'm such a bad person, or like if some, a client came up to you and said, I'm such a terrible person, or most they have a lot of shame or guilt or something?
1: Most people feel guilty for taking up for themselves, and I was one of those people. So it's like, most of the time when people uh, believe that they're a bad person, is because someone has told them over and over that you're a bad person, because... Mm-hmm. They're not able to control you, so now it's like a programming thing. You're mentally brainwashed. You may not be a bad person. People say you're a bad person for standing me up. Like you didn't call or text, so you're a bad person. No, I just forgot.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: you're a bad person. Now, I don't think you're a bad person unless you just committed like manslaughter, or murder, or some other pedophilia rape. crime. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's something that you know. But people are label people bad people just because. They're mad at them. Mm-hmm. And I think that's wrong. Like if they're not jail but especially if you have a person that's weak. So we just kinda of work on things like list out all the good things you have done that you can remember and all versus all the bad things that you have done. You're you're not a bad person, you just made a bad choice. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people have to understand that choices really don't define you, it's just what you had to do in that moment. Yeah, if you had the choice of doing something bad versus something good to get yourself out of it which one are you going to pick if that's the case we're all bad people yeah yeah because
0: we're human and we're going to sometimes be selfish um, um, but we don't have to stay in the selfishness right. and also it's important to be a little bit selfish so balance right. is important um, just like in the self care way um, I have to take care of myself before I can take care of other people I mean I do you know so the a oxygen people. mask
1: drop <laughs> it everyone. first mm-hmm. put mine on first But yeah. mm-hmm. so a lot of people don't think like that way like me sure Nobody and
0: that's why we have this podcast because a lot of people are out there and they're like listening and they're like well how do I deal with um, feeling bad about myself well the first thing you do is you make aware of it and then you make a list of all the good things that you are Focus on the good things and uh, forgive yourself for the Absolutely. bad things that have happened in the past. And don't be hard on yourself the next time you do something, you know, off-putting. Because you will, because you're human.
1: And we're, we're not here to be perfect. My one thing is stop seeking closure. A lot of people seek closure from people that hurt them or... The person that they want to accept their apology. If they don't accept it, then that's fine. You forgave yourself; the Most High forgave you. So it's like you have to learn to move on, and that was something that I always struggled with in the past. Like you, know, you have to be able to move on without closure, because not everybody else, and not everybody's going to give it to you, and they know that if you don't have that, especially if they know if you don't have that closure, they're not going to ever give it to you because now they're holding power and weight over.
0: Mm-hmm. And a lot of
1: people don't understand that it's okay to move on without it mm-hmm. you push me down and I push you back and but I push you too hard and now you have a scratch but now you're mad at me I'm like okay I apologize if you don't accept it I'm still gonna move on with my life because I've already made it right for me it's up exactly. to you to accept it
0: absolutely and in the 12 steps we have the 8th and ninth step which are about making amends mm-hmm. to other people
1: mm-hmm. and okay.
0: That's because it's on it's on me, whether I make my amends or not. It's not about other people making amends to me. Right. It's not at all. It's just about taking accountability for yourself. Absolutely. I know that my sponsor, well, I have four sponsors because I have a lot of issues. And, oh, yeah. um, <laughs> and uh, one of them um, had me write a letter to the people that hurt me. Mm-hmm and then just write it out on paper, get it out of myself onto paper, and then burn it, throw it away, stash it, whatever, however you feel, and then write an apology letter to the people that I've heard. So both were a healing process. Um, So that's something that I have my sponsor do. Don't just write... uh, Well, uh, I'm sorry for doing this to you, but also... I forgive you for doing this to me. You know what I
1: mean? You have to, to in you have to be in every way that it's affecting you. Like, if it's affecting you mentally, you have to get to that mental part. You can't just be like, all right, I forgive you so you can forgive me, and then done. The, like, no, there's no part in that. There's no- Yeah, life
0: is not fair, fair. Yeah. It's not always fair. I mean, there's going to be people that are not, never going to forgive
1: you, but that's on that's them. Okay. It's not on me. That's okay. You have to learn how to move on with that, and that was my thing. Like, literally up until like the relationship I was in up until like last week I was just like okay I have to I have to stop letting this person control me because like I go in and out of in and out in and out of depression and it's like as me as a life coach going in and out of depression I guess I'm still a human Mm -hmm. but still like you know therapists even have therapists so you
0: don't have a choice recovery coaches have recovery coaches (laughs) right so
1: it's like I had to learn, I had to put my put my advice into myself. Like I had to coach myself, all right, get out of this. You have to do this, and you have to do that. And like I'm in a much better place now, so I'm grateful for that. But it, it's, it's a process. It's not something that can be done in a week, in a month, in a day, in a year. It's an everyday process. My thing
0: is, it's a choice, a self, an individual active choice. I have to choose to forgive. I have to choose to love myself. I have to choose to have confidence as well. If not... My confidence does not come from all of y'all. Right. Y'all telling me I'm cool or I'm pretty or I'm funny does not come from... My extra. confidence comes from me and telling myself I am pretty or I am cool or I am... And I'm okay with also, you know, telling myself, you know, I'm you know, I'm,
1: I'm gross. I'm
0: like, I don't care. It's so comedy to me, you know? I'm good with that. Like I told you, I'm good with my character defects. Right. You know? I'm okay with that. Because I'm not here to be perfect. I'm here to spread a message, to help others. That's my life's purpose.
1: You know? That's true. But a lot of people speak negatively to themselves, and then they do it as a defense mechanism so that they can feel better when other people do it to them like oh I'm ugly oh my gosh I'm fat oh my gosh my hair isn't long enough not pretty enough so when people tell them that they can just laugh it off and that's that's you know a defense mechanism especially comedians do it a lot
0: well in in the real world you have to have some kind of mechanism because you are going
1: to get judged no matter what but you have your mechanism could be "I, I don't care I don't care what you say about me. Like that whole I'm rubber your glue thing, like that should be your life's you know, like your life. I have a podcast called I Love My Haters. Yeah, you, you know, know. You have to you, you have to have some type of mantra like that because I shouldn't I'm not going to put myself down to make myself feel better when you you're having a bad day and you go off on me. So, what you're saying to me probably is a reflection of how you feel on yourself. Absolutely. So, I'm not going to make myself feel even worse in this world that we have going on. I'm not going to convince myself that it's okay for someone to say that I'm ugly and I think that's okay for someone to say that. That's fine. Well, that's
0: where we uh, that's differ true. because if somebody calls
1: me fat and ugly, I'm like, I already know that. So, what's your point? But well, my thing is mm-hmm. it's, do you really know that? Do you really think that about yourself? No, I don't. So, why even answer that? Respond with that? Because then, you're doing it subconsciously.
0: Because Okay, the truth is, am I fat and am I ugly? That doesn't even matter.
1: It doesn't matter
0: if I am fat or ugly. Okay. What matters is, do I love and accept myself? True. And I do. So, when a hater says, oh my God, look at that fat and ugly girl.
1: <laughs> this fat and ugly girl got going on. My point exactly. That's all I mean. Okay, okay. So, I'll, I just didn't want to misunderstood what you were saying mm. I thought you were saying like well yeah I already know it like we're all ugly to somebody we're all fat to yeah, somebody. yeah exactly to somebody. And absolutely that's like my, I have a, a blog about that like we're oh, good. all ugly to somebody like whatever you know but absolutely. I'm still you know I'm still gonna get who I get so. does, just because you say it doesn't mean it's true right Right, but you have some people that, when I say use it as a defense mechanism, it's like they really feel that about themselves. But in order, oh, and they use it to cover it up. Like, if oh. I say that about you Okay, like, okay I know it's no. True, please don't, don't believe
0: <laughs> all the ugly things that people say about you. Okay, don't. <laughs> what people say about you is a reflection yeah. of them.
1: Absolutely. It's not a
0: reflection yeah. on you. Okay, Um, we need to learn to love ourselves and accept ourselves with flaws and all, because nobody is perfect. And um, but what I was saying also is that my confidence does not come from other people or from others applause or from others telling me, oh, you know, you're cool or you're what. No, my confidence comes from me having had made a choice about two years ago where I woke up and I was like, I'm cool. Mm hmm. I don't care what you have to say about it. Whether you agree or not. It's not my business. My business is knowing that I'm cool. Right. That I'm awesome. And so I woke up every day and I told myself, I'm awesome. I'm awesome. I'm awesome. For about, you know, it took a while. In practice, you have to repeat it. So it took about anywhere between six months to a year until I finally started believing it. And now I live it. You know what I mean? So if you want to raise your confidence you should practice telling yourself how awesome you are and focus on your positive traits and forgive your negative traits forgive them not forget them because some people believe they can get rid of their negative traits right i believe you can maybe work on them reform them um but getting rid of me I'm a narcissist like I am obsessed with myself and I can treat people badly I can if I really want to I can control people I can manipulate people if if uh, I have in the past if I want to I can but being a recovering narcissist I choose not to be mean to people on purpose or I choose not to control people or I choose not to manipulate people you know what I mean? But that's a character defect I think that I'm going to have for the rest of my life. Although it doesn't mean that it has
1: to be active. Right. I don't know. That's no, just I d- them- No, I totally understand that. Because it's like... we have those people... You have those people that are, you know, very successful. But they forgot. Like they... Some people forget that they were actually, you know, poor, less fortunate growing up. And then they become these rich and famous people and they live that lifestyle so well and they forget they were actually there and they don't understand that in a blink of an eye you can be back right there. So mm-hmm. it's like it's don't take anything for granted. Mm-hmm. Always work on every single Let's aspect talk about of gratitude. Let's talk about uh, gratitude. I wake up in the morning and thank the Lord for just Open my eyes. Amen. Because it's been nights nice, I pray that he didn't open my eyes the mm. next day. Like, I just want to wake up dead. Right. Right. In the irony of that statement of waking up dead. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It doesn't even make sense, but whatever. Right. But yeah, right, it, right. I'm, I, if you don't have it, he will take it all away. Mm-hmm. If you, you just grateful for the little things you have, he's not going to give you anything more if you can't show him that you are more appreciative of what you have right now. Right. so I have a gratitude uh, prayer that I say every morning and it just, it changes
0: my it's, it's, it's crazy because um, I, I have a life that I don't even deserve today. I have a great life. Do I feel like I deserve it? I mean on the one hand, yes I deserve it because I do good now, but I did some terrible things in my past and so if I were to go back and I'd be like, no I don't deserve it. Um, but I have a great life and, um, I'm so blessed and I'm like, and then with recovery, it's helped me not to be fearful or have anxiety over,
1: oh my gosh, is something bad going to happen? Do you ever have that happen to you? That's me. That's me now still because I'm coming out of that, that, um, that broken relationship I was in and being that broken person. I'm just like, oh my gosh. And then like, it's to the point, like. I had anxiety so bad. Like, when you take someone something and they don't respond immediately, like, you respond, you're like, oh, my God, what is, what is taking you so long? Like, why are you take me? And it was that bad. And I had to just pump my brakes and say, okay, stop. Like, something is really wrong with you. But it's the sense of me feeling so abused and neglected in the mm-hmm. past that when someone actually – it doesn't even have to be, like, a relationship or anything, just a friend. It's like when mm-hmm. someone gives you attention, you're like, oh, my God, like, this is amazing. Because someone actually sees you and mm-hmm. you feel like you're walking around and you're invisible. And then someone actually sees you, you're grateful for that. So it's just like, and then that's when the anxiety kicked in. But now it's just like, oh, you don't talk to me? Cool. I don't talk to people for days. I like myself in the house for days and just meditate and chant and do my work all day long. Like programs I create, I'll actually do a program on myself and just live in my moment good living in the moment
0: is important yes not living in the past and not living in the future is super important being present and uh, that's it's hard for me being ADHD Uh, I have a severe uh, attention deficit hyperactivity disorder but because I've been on medication for three years it's kind of leveled me out a little bit but I still I usually don't stick with one project for more than like 15 to 20 minutes. It used to be every three minutes I would have to change a project. Okay. So, I've yeah. progress still. There's a little bit of progress there. But, um, yeah, it, it's hard to capture my attention. From, 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 so
1: I couldn't imagine that. Like, it's hard. Like, I don't think I have... it. I don't think mine comes from just being... I haven't been diagnosed. But I think mine just comes from... Um, having so much on my plate wanting to do so much so I'm like okay let me work on this and then this and then you know how like you're cleaning the bathroom and then you walk in the kitchen you see something messed up in the kitchen so you start cleaning the kitchen then you walk in the bedroom and then something so you're not finished you're Mm -hmm. not finished with each of those rooms and I have OCD so it's like if I see it I have to clean it up right then so I definitely can understand that and I'm, I'm grateful that I never had to you know multitask for you know, three minutes at a time. Mm-hmm. Like I, I couldn't, I couldn't
0: imagine how that is. So yeah, it's, it's rough, but I mean, I, at this point, it's like it is what it is, and I'm right. in acceptance of it. And uh, so that's why I have so many like projects going on all at once. Um, but I do now tend to finish projects, um, make meetings, make schedules, and stick to them. Uh, versus before when I was you know on drugs drinking off meds I would not be able to uh, you know show up where I said I would show up or whatever or uh, not finish projects I would never finish
1: projects back in the day so how did that how did that influence your your um, Bipolar? How did that influence your ADHD when you were actually on those, those uh, substances?
0: Well, um, I first uh, realized... Well, I first started doing drugs when I was 17. And I'm 40 now. So, when I was 17, um, I started doing drugs. And so, at that point, the chemistry in my brain started changing, obviously. So I did a lot of crazy things, um, got in a lot of trouble, um, I mean, I was miserable, I was um, angry, I had to take anger management, actually. And then, of course, the fault? Uh, my defense mechanism was anger. I was angry at everyone and everything, I was resentful, I was ungrateful, I was rude, I was loud, and didn't care and gave no fucks until about 37 years old when I got sober. Okay. So I got in a lot of trouble. A lot of trouble. So, I mean, you know, severe trouble. I've been institutionalized. I mean, I've been in um, mental hospitals for like months at a time, stuff like that, you know? I mean, I'm just... I mean it's hard to explain I mean maybe if I had a video of it I could like be but I was mean I was, I, was, I was just like one of these people that you see on the street and they're like loud and then they're like walking around and they're like what the fuck do you want motherfucker you know, and, you know just just ready for whatever just a mess and uh, I, I was miserable and I treated people badly so I mean I don't know how else to answer
1: the question I mean, you explained did it. I Did I? I mean, okay, you, I just feel like... It affected you even more because it, mm-hmm. it influenced you to make you feel like, oh, I'm just invisible. Nobody can mess with me. I can do whatever I want. And if mm-hmm. you say something back to me, I'm going to come after you. That's mm-hmm. pretty much exactly. is what it is. Exactly. gave you superpowers. Right. And then when you didn't have them, you're just like this small person. And you're just like... And now that I have recovery
0: and sobriety for three years I'm more calm I'm more patient I'm more kind I am more understanding I have more compassion you know so it's we have something called on the beam and off the beam so on the beam you're nice kind sweet gentle off the beam you're prideful arrogant uh, selfish you know all those positive and negative traits, basically. Okay. So when I was on drugs and off meds, I was off the beam, a total crazy nut. And now that I'm in recovery and sober, I, and on medication, I am on the beam, so I'm kind, gentle, sweet, caring, etc., etc., etc. cetera, et, cetera, et cetera. And uh, it's just, a, it's night and day, and it's amazing, and it's just a miracle, you know? And I see it all the time in the rooms in my 12-step program. Miracles every day. That's why I keep going back. That's why I keep the recovery process. Because it's an ongoing process. You can't, I can't stop. I can't stop going to meetings. I can't stop reading the literature. I can't stop doing service work, which is like volunteer work within the recovery community. I can't stop... Um, sponsoring or being sponsored, and I can't stop my spirituality. Right. If I stop those, any of those things, I am out of here,
1: locked up. And that's all you have to. And, you, and, you have, and that's also you watch the company you keep with that, because mm-hmm. you have people that if you're trying, they're not. And then oh. you guys you, know, you, you see it all the time in movies. I uh, <laughs> I uh, get rid of people real quick, real fast. And I have an issue with that. Okay, I cannot like my thing is you know my my labor comes out and I'm just like mm-hmm. oh my god, I understand. And mm-hmm. my impact comes out and like oh my god, you know let me help you. And it's like stop. Every person, every person can. Be help but every person who doesn't want to be. So I need to learn how to decipher that because I have that really bad. And lately I've been like, oh, well, you know, that's not my problem. I understand. But da 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 And I, I have to learn how to get me. And people say I'm me by, like, the tone of my voice and I'm like, sometimes when I'm tired or when I'm overwhelmed, my voice is naturally this way. Other times it's squeaky. So I don't know what you want from me. So I have to learn how to be a person to, to say no because I mean that's just my natural thing. I can't, but I, I see. I expect myself out of other people. If I help you, I expect you to help me back, and that's not ever the case. Okay, one percent is the case. But still, it's like, it's not enough to... What is your intention? What is your intention?
0: I think that's a good question to ask yourself. You don't have to answer it. I'm saying, like, when you're at home, you should ask yourself, what is my intention? Why am I being... Why am I a people pleaser? Why?
1: And I have a lot of friends that are people pleasers. I'm not so much. Okay, so let me rephrase that. I'm not a people pleaser. Okay. If somebody calls me and says, I need $100, if, if, even if I don't have it. Don't call her to ask her for $100. You're not going to get it, honey. No. <laughs> so I'm be like, well, I don't have it right now. You know, it's, it's not. I'm not that much of a people pleaser. I'm talking okay. about from helping them achieve their goals. Oh, I said, I always want to step in. Well, you know, I know someone that does this. Let me get you the information. Like, if you're on the airplane, I'm that type of person. Knowing that they will probably sit on that information if it was the other way around. That's what I'm saying. But, no, I'm not that person that, that's, oh, I'm going to be going to debt because I need to help. You know, my sister pay her rent. No, okay, I'm not okay, that okay. No. I see what you're saying. I'm not a people pleaser in that way, but as far as me being an impact, I take other people's energy, I regenerate yeah, yeah, yeah. it, and I give it back to them. And you know, with leaders and being the people that can analyze things really quickly, and that's why I have a problem with living in the moment and then also how is this gonna affect my future in the at least in the next month or so. Will I be okay with this choice that I made in in the next month? So that's why I, I mean I, I used to be this carefree person. The choices that I made carried me from day to day. I mean I never struggled or anything. But it it's just like, oh okay, you know, well let me wake up today and I'm gonna do this and then I'll wake up tomorrow and do this. Like I don't I don't check the cost of living and when I move in places. I literally close my eyes, pick a place on the map, and I'm like, okay, let me pack my stuff up. I'm going to move. That's how I move. But now I can't really do that because I'm trying to establish some type of name for my brand and have it work all together I can't just be moving around which I would love to Which that is that, that could be your brand goals. your brand could be travel traveling I'm a travel coach. agent so of course I love to travel but mm-hmm. my thing is, is when it comes to living in the moment and making the right choices is where I struggle at because I can live in the moment all day long but is that moment going to affect me from a mountain now? Could I have made another choice? Oh, sure, And sure, so sure. that's where my anxiety kicks in with, with things like that. Not about, oh, my God, Brittany asked me for $3,000, and I couldn't give it to her, so now I'm sad. No, I don't care about that. Brittany better go get it how she lived, because I don't know.
0: That's not me.
1: So that's what I mean by that.
0: That does make more sense, because, uh, you know, no... It's a powerful and a, and a heart single, heart single heart. statement. It's a yeah. full sentence. Oh, it's a full so sentence. sentence. That's the one. I couldn't remember what I had been taught. But, yeah, that's the one. I mean, it's important. I um, I say no all the time. I'm like, no. Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like you the opposite that, of a people pleasure.
1: You're being so nice to people and then you tell them no. They're like, hey, so it's for now. Well, yeah. What are you taking? You're rude. Okay. Yeah, I don't care. And then that's yeah. what my... my my other side kicks in. My my other liberal, like you know, I can get a little crazy. Don't don't do it. Don't do that. Right? Absolutely.
0: <laughs> and uh, I just want to, I guess, uh, also say that being bipolar, I have my manic phases and my depressive phases. And so um, now that um, you know I've been in recovery for three years, I can figure out how it works better and so like a few months out of the year I'm in a depressed phase where I am at low to no energy and I don't want to get out of bed that'll last for about three or four months and then a manic phase will kick in and I got all this energy and I'm in an I'm maniac, and I'm creating making projects and doing things and going places and hanging out with friends and all this stuff and that'll last about three to four months, and then the depressive, and then the and the mania, and then the depre- depression, mania, depression, mania, and then that's my life. Still, the difference is that I know when it's coming. I know when I'm in it, and I can be like, "It's temporary. I'll be okay. Um, I'm not going to freak out. I'm still on my meds. I'm not going to make any irrational, crazy decisions right now." You know what I mean?
1: But, I mean, I'm still like on the roller coaster. Have you tried to pair that? Because I noticed, like, just with my mood, and I don't know if it'll it'll get into the whole like fit into the whole bipolar box or description thing. But have you tried to pair that with like a, a plant based diet,
0: like vegan?
1: Yeah. Oh it it my does. gosh! It uh, does. I would
0: not be opposed.
1: Okay, it, I would not I mean, be opposed. I. Um, I do you? I was vegan for two and a half years. Really? Those are the best two and a half years of my life. Body was amazing. Skin was amazing. Okay. Locks were amazing. Mood was amazing. I was not depressed because you have to understand that everything is energy. So you're eating animals. Those animals are energy. They are stressed. They are depressed. They they have diseases just like us. So if you're eating them, you're getting everything that's wrong with them. It's just like you were to eat her. And she's sad and depressed. Not like that, (laughs) like right. No, I get
0: you. I I don't get you. you You're right because those
1: cows
0: and those pigs, (laughs) and you know they're 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 like you said
1: they're mad, sad, depressed. They have cornered all kind of of, uh, medications in them and drugs in them. Hormones. You're you're getting that into your your body. Wow, and it's changing you. And so I've been back uh, vegan for about. 16 days Yay! and I see the difference of already are you saving
0: money too absolutely okay, I'm, I'm going to hop on this track of
1: chicken for like $20 and you can just get a big box of vegetables for like 15 and mm-hmm. live off that for a week and then I meal prep I cook my meals on Sunday and Wednesday I juice mm-hmm. I'm back into the old lifestyle that i, I lived and I feel better in the last 16 days that I have in the last 3 years Right, Because right. I'm not engaging in, number one, you know, being a, a, a humanitarian and loving all things, all living things um, now. So I thought about going back pescatarian, but I was like, if I was to do that, it would be like maybe, maybe fish every other week or a few times a month something like that in order to just get that craving out the way because when you're a vegan vegetarian you don't really crave sugar you don't really crave salt and that helps metabolize your blood it helps with your thinking process it helps to have you it helps to give you mental clarity because you're not clogged up because you don't have all of these drugs floating around in your system I only drink water um, I do green tea and then I do like my liquid vitamins and prenatal vitamins and stuff like that so it really helps like I can tell you it help. it gives you a sense of balance mm-hmm. and you're less likely to get depressed because now your body has all of this energy you're feeding yourself and you're just like like who am I you feel like a different person mm-hmm. so
0: it, 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 it makes really a lot of sense I mean I haven't it's, I'm not gonna lie and say that I've never thought about it mm-hmm. I've definitely thought about it and I know that it is also a positive avenue and uh, everything like that um the restrictions that I have is that I'm married, been married for 12 years, and there's just no way he, that he would be able to do something like that. And so, exactly, it is not about him. You're right. It's about, I would have to have a lot of discipline myself, and I'm not very, I'm not a very disciplined person uh, naturally, I guess, so I would have to work a lot on that, and it's like, ooh. You don't even have to jump head first into it.
1: Start with You're like right. Meatless Mondays. Okay. And then you you do uh, Meatless Monday, so have, like, two days a week where you don't eat meat and see how you feel. And then you understand, like, when, like, when you first
0: The eat other food, thing, meat, The other thing that I worry about is um, feeling hungry. Because I feel hungry at least, right now, every two hours. I got to eat something. A little bit of
1: something. A little protein or whatever. What or... That? I crave sugar, obviously, sure. because I eat processed foods. Okay, so processed foods have drugs in them. It's yeah. like being a drug; like you're you're on drugs when you're eating processed. Foods. Yeah, because you have to have that sugar, that salt, and then so whatever. every two hours I have, I have to eat,
0: them. or I'm like I'm I'm being angry, angry. I'm you're like. If I don't get yeah. food right now, it's it exactly right. It's exactly right. It is a drug. It's going to change your body. It's you, it's, you're going to feel like you're going to withdraw. So how, how do you, you eat? How often do you eat? Well, what do you me, eat? because I am on a And 60 days. Also, but. I mean, 16 days. Like, well, well, how'd you start
1: and how are you now? Well, because I've done what it before. Do yeah. I can just jump back in at any time and just be like, all right, I'm going to do this. Right. But for a beginner, beginner, I would say, you know, two to three days out of the week, I would eat nothing but vegetables. But I do intermittent fasting. So I only eat between 12 and 6. I wake up at 5 in the morning. I meditate. I go to the gym. I go to work. And then I am working for 10 hours. But between 12 and 6, I can eat whatever I want. I have to. a
0: very sloppy, messy schedule. Like, mind, I guess. And so, I can, I have, like I just said, I don't, I'm not very disciplined. Mm-hmm. So. But it helps you to. Learn. So when I go to the grocery store, only vegetables.
1: Okay. Really so good, yummy vegetables. You can, for a like I said, for a beginner. Yeah, I can. Um, I'll email you a list later. Um, when okay. Leave here, but you can start off with the uh, veget the vegan um, uh, processed food, like the stuff that's frozen. The different like types the vegan of che-
0: vegan cheese, or yeah, something like, like that. The
1: cheeses and the big okay. burgers, and then things like that. And then you'll if you love fruit, of course you'll love this. And then if you hate vegetables, you can accept like what are the top five vegetables
0: that you actually do like yeah um i don't know if tomato is a fruit or vegetable but i love tomatoes <laughs> okay <laughs> uh, i love i mean i do a lot. i love vegetables okay. i love uh, 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 i even love brussels sprouts broccoli asparagus so you don't I have not love issue. it i don't You're have an issue i just it i kind of it's love just love. like i um maybe i just need to learn get more
1: research understand it my biggest fear is being hungry. You're not going to be hungry because you're getting full of whole food. I'm getting nutrition. Right. You're getting right. You're getting full of whole foods with all their nutrients, yeah. all their vitamins. And that's why people okay. are hungry. And when they eat fast food... Girl, I'm going to get it going. No! <laughs> <laughs> when you eat fast food, you're just eating salt and sugar all day. So, of course, salt right. and sugar makes you hungry every two hours. And that's why you're like, all right, I'm going to go to Taco Bell at 5, five. o'clock. Oh, and then another thing is plain food. Like,
0: if I eat a salad... So it doesn't have any chicken or anything. I don't want it to be plain. I need it to have some Italian dressing or I don't know. Does, is well, see, you know I don't do a lot of oil.
1: So it's okay. my typical salad, okay. my old salad would be um, spinach, um, greens like romaine, arugula, um, cilantro. Cause I love cilantro. Oh some parsley, um, some cheese, eggs and some so, French dressing so cheese I thought cheese was vegan right no I'm saying Process. this is my old you're a beginner this is my old diet oh, oh and I would have like if I was eating chicken or whatever at that time it would be chicken in there people would bacon, but you can turn a salad that's supposed to be 400 calories into 1200 by putting all that extra stuff on there so as a vegan salad you can have avocado all the greens um onions spinach um I do love avocados and uh, um, onions. Apples, grapes, yeah. walnuts. Um, and berries. Blueberries. And then for my, I don't use uh, any vinaigrette and stuff because that's too much oil for me. And then that's vinegar. And that breaks down the lining of your stomach. So it gives you ulcers. So I just take a little bit of um, like half an avocado some water and some lemon juice and some cilantro and blend it up and make my own avocado dressing. Avocado dressing. Okay. Uh, and now that I keep or it. you can take some soaked cashews and put some cilantro in there and you'll have a cheese dressing if you like uh, more so on the cheese side. So I use it as my liquid queso when I'm doing anything. So you can make cheese out of almonds, cashews, walnuts, you can make meat out I of mean that also. So for my meat, for my burgers, I will juice all of my vegetables first, take the pulp, mix it up, season it, break it down, and put it into patties, and then put it in the in the. the um, so you uh, do spend burgers. a lot of time. So
0: I, yeah, I just need to make the decision. It's to, not a lot of time. It's That's not. The thing. So because
1: when, I'm like, so I have short on time. Dinner. You know what I mean? When you, so if you have, if I would say if you have four hours, I just move slow, and I'm just. You, you enjoy whatever. it whatever yeah so, so it's not something that guess, you, yeah. you can actually do it if you yeah. juice you juice for the next 4 days you and when you cook you overcook i don't cook what i'm going to eat right now if ah. i cook soup I'm going to make a big pot of soup. Okay. And I'm going to get maybe three days out of it. Two oh. days out of it. Okay. And then, the what's left over, I'm going to freeze it. Because mm-hmm. when I get hungry and I don't feel like cooking, I just pop That's it That's really great because so, meal planning is right. also right. a great thing. That way you're not cooking every day. You're not cooking every week. I can cook... Um, I can take my vegetables now and break them down for the week but I'm also packaging them up for next week so that I don't have to do the same thing and I can just take it, throw it in the blender throw some almond milk, blend it up and move out the door or for your your veggie burgers you just take everything after you finish using because you're going to drink it then you take the leftover pulp, mix it up make some burgers and throw it in the freezer and be done with it And just pull them out each time as you go.
0: Or it it, it
1: doesn't take a lot of time. A lot of people think, I don't have the time. I don't have the money. And vegetables are super cheap. And I go to Canino. I don't go to, like, Walmart. Or Whole Foods or Sprouts. No. Because it's like, you know, it's best to buy organic Yes, But you may not be able to fruit is A fruit is a fruit. So I just take Um, it. Go get it. You know, get some lemons and baking soda. Soak the fruit and the vegetables in there. Scrub it. Juice it and be on my way. Wow, I don't, I don't have time for that. So I'm I'll, excited. So I probably spend about eight hours, in, about eight hours in a week's time cooking for about two to three weeks. Wow. And I always and, have snacks ready to go to eat snacks. And for, is this for one person or for two people? I used to do it for two people, me and but my. But right ex. now, I'm asking
0: you because. I'm a one person because if I get, if I start on this journey, it's going to be just for me. It ain't going to be for nobody else because ain't nobody that I know interested in it. But, uh, so how much do you spend a week approximately? Um, um, on a good week. Like a, good week, yeah, a, lot of, a lot of a lot uh, of vegetables or a lot of fruits or
1: if I go to the uh, caninos which is the mark you know what caninos is, right? No, I never I've
0: heard, heard of it. So it but it's no. a fruit and
1: produce place. Cool. Um where that's, that's why I never heard, heard of it. You get all your vegetables and fruit from the that's what the spirits get from. So they buy it from them and then they take it to the stores and then they break it. So you it down. cut out the middleman. Right. So you just go to the whole food market, South Airline in 610. Mm-hmm. And then they have a seafood market, they have a spice market. They have it's a, a farmer's market, market
0: yeah. that they call. Yeah. That's great. I want to. I've been wanting to do that. I just. I've been putting other things on priority. You know what I'm saying? But my health is
1: important. So we spend about, about a box. I get used to okay. the box, and I put whatever I want in that box. Or I take a big suitcase yeah. and take it. But I would say everything that I get, I probably pay about $50 for. Mm-hmm. But that's enough for two weeks. Yeah. So that makes sense. So about $25 a
0: week. Because you're not as hungry all the time, where you have to feed yourself all the time. You uh, meal prep, so it's actually saving time. And then you're using every.
1: Piece
0: of the vegetable yeah of Every course piece, yeah so no no waste right less waste
1: whatever you want yeah.
0: so I mean the benefits are
1: so uh, groundbreaking outstanding $25 a week by y'all let's go vegan three was three times 21 meals so 21 meals for $25 really that's amazing
0: no I believe it I believe it because I mean it makes sense I'm not spending uh, extra money on freaking, you know, turkey and uh, cheese
1: and, uh, You can make the best uh, vegan cheese in the world. Bread. Bread. Can make, pasta. You can make pasta at home or you can yeah. just buy vegan pasta and be girl I, I, I'm good with some spaghetti squash pasta okay yeah. it's, it's, it's super easy and it's fun because you get to try out things that you like before I go out here and eat this big vegan meal and you're not going out to the restaurants all the time like Absolutely. I love to do
0: just because I like different flavors
1: but I know that I like different flavors because I'm not getting the nutrition that I need. I right, get it. But you can like different flavors at the house. I get that. Yeah. And then you have more energy, you have more money, you have we have more energy, more, more money, time. I'm, I'm sold. Things, do
0: things. Like, If I'm saving money, I am
1: sold. Wow. This has been amazing. How long have you been on? I don't even know. Uh
0: let me just double check. Ooh! <laughs> that's what I'm talking about but I am getting tired so uh, in you conclusion you beat your record beat, of 15 you beat my record and I love it you beat the record you made me, you helped me you made me achieve a higher goal I appreciate that so um, in conclusion do you have any
1: other last notes? Uh, no, just thanks for having me, it was nice meeting you and I, we can do this again mm-hmm. and just you know help each other out and absolutely and be actual actual friends for real friends name. I'm trying to make because I don't I don't talk to people so uh, co-workers girl I, I have
0: do. dance I, I go to the gym oh yeah I uh she's on the other side of the world I, mean, I can come to this side kidding. and be like let's listening. Starbucks it I'm just kidding or whatever it's a good, it's a good, it's worth the drive yeah. to my area. I go to poetry yeah, nights, I go to comedy yeah, I love, nights, I, I go the to, area, you know, there I'm is perfect. a lot of stuff that we can try out.
1: That you, you live in Hippie Nation, though. You're like in Hippie Town. I Hippie hope town?
0: so. <laughs> it's not! Yeah. Alright, we'll talk about it off camera. Thank you so much for tuning in. Love you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, you, you live in Hippie Town. <laughs>
0: is that what you call it? Yes, I
1: love it. Love